Hello and welcome to another installment of The Persistent Rumor. My name is Chocolate Yoda, spelled Y-O-D-D-A-H, because film studios are litigious. And with me, as always, is my heterosexual life mate, Chancleta. Chancleta! And I'm probably not going to get sued for that, because I'm dope like that. How are you, folks? I'm, you can I'm answer- already confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I told you this is gonna what be a good you, one. What are you not? Gonna, what are you not gonna get sued for? Uh, calling myself Chancleta. Oh, yeah. Okay. No films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Films. Yep. Yeah. See that? You're too slick, man. You're just, uh, you, you yeah, you wouldn't buy not, me right away. Might need some coffee. I don't know what's happening here. This is not. This is. I very, could. I. I might need a nap. I might need coffee. It's very unlike Who you. Fucking knows. It's all right. We'll make so, it uh, <laughs> uh, so. Um, I, uh, I said, um, the last time that we spoke and recorded a session, uh, that, um, we, we didn't cover shame. Mm. So I definitely would like to do that today. So, Go for it. um, you know, the, the, this has been at the forefront for several years now. Yeah. Um, I don't recall exactly how long, but I'm thinking five or so years where, you know, fat shaming, slut shaming, uh, it seems like the the zeitgeist uh, would have you believe that shaming is bad all the time. Mm-hmm. And so when you think of shaming, what do you think of? I uh, typically just, uh, you know, embarrassment, um, you know, just making you feel a, a, a you know, some sort of uh, either embarrassment or guilt uh, about something specifically. Mm, Whether, okay. you know, yeah, like, and, you, yeah. And is that always bad? Is like is like if is someone feeling embarrassment or shame? Is that always a bad thing? No, I don't. I I personally don't think so. I think it's a useful tool in society. And how so? So, for instance, like you know, um, you know, if you feel ashamed uh, for being like. Uh, you know, uh, a creep to women, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're just a guy that's just, you know, uh, you're, I don't know, sending uh, unsolicited pics, you know, uh, you don't know how to behave in front of people in general, things like that. You, you know, you should feel, you should feel shame. uh, And that's a shame that, you know, to to correct your behavior so that you can sort of, you know, uh, you know, fit in in society or not necessarily fit in, but like, you know, like be courteous to other people. You know. Okay, so what you're describing is is a tool. Now, in in your scenario, it sound is is that shame self generated, or did that come from society? Like it could be both. I mean, it generally comes from society because you know, for the most part, I don't, I don't, I, I think that if you get to a point where uh, you feel shame. Um, you may, or, or you do something that's shameful, you may have not had it in your, you know, faculties to kind of realize that you, you know, that was a shameful thing. Uh, but sometimes right. it does happen. You know, sometimes it, you know, with experience, you start realizing, oh man, I can't believe I did that. Maybe you were drunk and then you realize, oh, I'm, I'm ashamed. I can't believe I did that. Uh, it's, ve- it's a very big thing in, in, Je- in Japan. You know, or like, you know, like when people say things like, oh, I've brought this honor to my family, I feel shame. 
You know, those are things that people are ashamed yeah. of. You well, know? Japan might be an extreme example because right. they couple that shame with ritualistic suicides. Yeah, so. yeah. No, nobody needs that either. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, there's, there's always, and that's the thing about extremism. It's like, it's a, okay, that's too much shame, right? Like, you shouldn't be, yeah, yeah. You shouldn't feel ashamed for, you shouldn't be, um, some, nobody should be making you feel ashamed for being, uh, fat or being, uh, you know, uh, disabled. Well, I don't or know if that's like that. true. Well, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. And first of all, those two things are not the same things. Fat and disabled are not the same. I, I, I didn't say so, that, but I, I get you. No, but but the way you said it sounded like you were conflating the two. So I, I wanted to make a point that that it's important to realize that those things are not the same, mm-hmm. right? So um, I think that I looked into it a little bit. I wanted to read a few articles, and it seems like psychologists overwhelmingly agree that shame can be a valuable tool. Mm -hmm. Just like, um, I think a great analogy that I read was in the body, uh, pain is a signal that there's a problem, right? And if you just mask the pain, you're doing yourself a disservice because you're, you're covering up a potentially serious ailment. Right, right. Right. So if America endeavors to eliminate shame, it's the same thing as, you know, taking a pill to eliminate pain. Um, mm. I, I think, I think it's important for societies to be able to turn to the members of that society and say, what you're doing is problematic. Right. Um, either it's problematic to other people, or in the case of being fat, it could be problematic to yourself. Right. You know, um, and there's, there's, I mean, you don't want to become abusive, obviously, and you don't, you don't want to just harm people for the sake of harming them. But why not be able to, to be like, hey, man, I want to talk to you about your weight. Um, you know, you, you, you're making yourself sick. You're, you're, you're endangering your overall health by, by being this overweight. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I, and uh, I think, I think balance is the key, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, sometimes there are women that, I mean, I don't even believe in the concept of slut. I just think there's women that enjoy sex more than other women. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you find, if, if you're a friend of a woman and you see that she's hurting herself, like I knew a woman that walked into a house full of guys that she didn't know and started banging these guys. Mm. And I didn't care at all. I, sp- I spoke to her at length about this. I didn't care that she had sex with multiple men. What I cared about is that she went into a situation with men that she didn't know and she, could, and she potentially placed herself in harm's way. Right, right. You know, so now is that slut shaming? Some people would say it is. I say it ain't. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know, that's just concern for uh, I, I say I I say that uh I am using a little bit of shame to get a point across to someone to try to help them out. Okay. And I don't see anything wrong with that at all. Yeah, no, I, I don't at all. It it see so I know growing up, there was, you know, there was a lot of talk about, you know, like I, I a lot of cousins, friends, uh, both, both men and women, 
you know, they would get shamed by their mom and made feel shamed about being way overweight or whatever the case is. And so that, that starts to have like take its toll on people. Um, but the thing about weight that I feel is that the weight is my issue and my issue alone. So like me being fat doesn't affect you or anyone else. Like it may affect I disagree, you, but go ahead. It may affect you in some in some indirect way. But like my weight otherwise doesn't really have a, a, a direct effect on you. But but you disagree. So how do you disagree? Well, uh, I th- you threw in the caveat of direct and indirect. Okay. So yes, I agree that it it is an indirect effect. Like if if you're if you're sick because you can't control what you put in your mouth, then that means you're not taking care of your family. Mm-hmm. If you uh if you die because of that then that affects the people who love you right so a lot of times it might even be considered selfish if i you know turn to someone that i think is harming themselves because of their weight and say hey man i want you around longer you need to do something about this right you know uh, fair enough but it's 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 a way to use shame in a way to motivate people. Again, it's just like pain in the body. Yeah. Use a little bit of shame to create psychological discomfort so that someone goes, yeah, you know what? I do need to change my behavior. Yeah, right. Exactly. And sometimes it's self-directed, but either way, you know, I, I just, I just don't like this thing where people are talking about shame as if it's absolutely bad all the time. Well, you I know, abusive shame, yes, but not just shame in general. See, I, I remember, you know, growing up, you know, um, it was just, you know, whether it was uh, bullying or, you know, whatever the case was. Right. Like, you know, there was uh, there was a shame that you felt about certain things. Like, I, you know, I felt, oh, I, I said something stupid. I feel ashamed that I'm, you know, that that I wasn't smart enough for that, like, you know, whatever it was. Right. And so these are things that sort of got me to, um, you know, and I gotta, I gotta do better, you know, whatever it is, you know, um, if I played, I remember playing football and got beat by a guy. It's like, Oh, you know, I felt a little embarrassed that I got beat by that guy. Right. Um, you know, so that ties into shame, same thing. So you, 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 tr- you strive harder for the next time. So that doesn't happen to you again. Shame isn't like this thing where, you know, it's like, oh, you know, you you have to pay some sort of dear price for it or whatever. You know what I mean? It's a it's a guilt that you feel inside of you. Right. It's a driving force. It's like, I don't want to feel that way. I don't want to be the stupid guy. I I try harder. Right. Like if you if if you take a test in the class in the classroom, let's say there's 30, 20, 30 kids, whatever it is, and you got the lowest grade in the class. Right. And you know that you can do better than that. It's just like, wow, I got the lowest grade in the class. You know what I mean? And there were times that there were times in school where the teacher would post that up and be like, boom, look at that. The lowest grade in the class gets posted up. And now you're you're the lowest grade. And it's all of a sudden like, oh, my God. And now it's considered, oh, that's bullying. You shouldn't do that. It's like that has psychological effects. And it's like, why not? Why not use that psychological effect that you're getting? To, to make yourself like, you know, okay, let's pump you up, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't want to, we don't want you to be there. I'm just letting you know that that's where you are. So I get where you're coming from. It's just that I think that, I think that what happens is that we never really use the tools the proper way. 
Um, and, and I think that that's the, that, that's where we have to try to find that, 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 you know, how do we use this as a, as a useful utility? How do we use shame? Well, I mean, saying never, never is, I, I think that's an, that's an overstatement. Um, you gave an example of potentially a proper way to use the tool, right? True. The, yes. The, the right. teacher puts up the tests, uh, and you know, we all, we always knew who got what on tests, right? right. So, um, so is that a motivating factor? Maybe some people that would be very harmful. Other people, they would react to it by saying, all right, I got to do better. I got to study harder. Um, and let's look at the outcomes when it's handled a different way. In 1970, um, there, there was this thing that started where it was all about building up a child's self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Which I'm for, but not when you do it in artificial ways. Not when you do it in ways that are not genuine. Right. You know, when, when you give participation trophies and no one feels the sting of losing, well, you're just raising a bunch of unambitious people. Right. Like yes. why, why, if, if there's no losing, what, what drives someone to strive to win? Look, we, we have to, Except that Darwinism is a thing. Right. Right. Like species survive partly because of ambition to survive. And so it seems to me that ambition is a very important thing. So if you identify a weak link in your society, what do you do? You pretend that they're not a weak link? Yeah. Or do you go, hey, man, you're a weak link and we need you to get stronger? Yeah. You know, because the old saying, right, you know, a, a a chain is only as strong as its weakest link, right? right? Yep. And we, we kind of get the metaphor there. So if we apply that to the human race, it, it makes no sense to give participation trophies. Not at all. I, because you're were, not incentivizing people to work hard to be better. And, and you're doing a disservice to both because now here's the, here's, the other, here's the other side of that coin. So now the winner also goes, man. Winning I, means nothing. Winning means sh- Right, exactly. So, like, you worked hard, you you know, you did all this stuff, and you got this trophy, and you're the winner, and it's like, oh, but nobody cares because everybody got the trophy. That's f-ing whack. So, so now you yeah. de-incentivize the winner to keep trying harder to 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 you know break new records to do these new things, and it's just like yeah, and so on and so forth, and it just goes down the slippery slope. Um, and everything has a cause and effect, right? Like this is one of those things that where where like you know where. Where you learn in even microeconomics, when you when you study like microeconomics, that's what they teach you, like the causal effect of all these chain reactions of all these things that you do, right? Um, and 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 human life is the very same way. It's just that that's what it is. Like the, the, these small things, like oh yeah, they're they're band aids to solve a problem because you don't want to have another kid crying or whatever the case is. Listen, these are feelings. We we need yeah. to we it, we need to I realize that we are human beings and we have emotions we are emotional creatures we have we laugh involuntarily like we don't somebody we we talked about this not too long ago where you you know how beautiful laughter is and it's just this involuntary thing that happens to a reaction that you said something right um i mean we're going off the, the 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 point but yeah but the point is that 
you know, we, we just have to embrace the fact that we are emotional and, and deal with it accordingly. Not just say, oh, well, we don't want this child crying because they feel bad or whatever. Hey, right. you're going to feel bad. Right. We don't want children ever feeling a negative emotion. That exactly. That makes no sense. Exactly. And so you, you have know, to you, feel it. You have, there's something like 1,100 different emotions. Yeah. And evolution created that. Yes. So there's a purpose for these emotions. There's There's a reason why... Uh, the the sound of a rattle from a rattlesnake is universally terrifying. Yes. It's because if our ancestors, listen to me, if our ancestors had not been afraid of that sound, we wouldn't be here right now. Right. You know, uh, a lion's roar mm -hmm. is universally terrifying. Um, so th there's, there's a function... To these things and i think humanity always goes wrong when uh they try to eliminate a vital function like I'll, I'll give an example in another realm that illustrates the point uh you remember well you you were not so young but maybe maybe too young to really be into it but uh you remember fen fen yeah i had a doctor okay. who tried to prescribe that to me Okay, there you go. Yeah. So, literally the first time I heard of Fen-Fen and that it blocked the absorption of fat from your food, I said, people are going to die. Mm -hmm. That was my first reaction. People are going to die. You're talking about a macronutrient that evolution designed. Right. Okay, designed your body to need this macronutrient. There's protein. There's carbohydrates, there's fat. Right. So you're telling me you're going to eliminate 33% of the macronutrients that your body needs. People are going to fucking die. Right. And people died and it had to be pulled from the market. Right. So th this is, this is the same idea. Trying to eliminate a negative response to a situation is fen fen. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. You can't do it. We we have to have these reactions so that we go. All right. I'm going to work harder next time to be better. I I you know humans are competitive for a reason. Right. You know men compete with men, women compete with women, and it's all it's all about uh, constantly strengthening the bloodline. Right. Right. So that successive generations can be better. Right. We're three hundred thousand years into this shit already. Why haven't people figured it out? <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it sounds. <laughs> I'm no genius, yeah. and I know this stuff. Like, what? I don't get it. Like, why is this such a big secret? You know? Yeah. I mean, it sounds very reasonable, very you know, easy to deal with. You know what I mean? It's just for some reason not everybody's on the same page, and it's like it's been too long at this point, and we and we have this information at our fingertips. So it's just I don't. You know, I I honestly don't know what it would take to 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 get everybody on the same page, and I don't know if society can handle that. You know? <laughs> well, information isn't knowledge. Yes, that's true. We, we are bombarded with information. I believe I heard something to the effect that the amount of information created on a typical day is more than all of the accumulated information that was available before the internet started mm -hmm. yeah. imagine that yeah. three hundred thousand years worth of people writing things down and and having libraries and storing information and in one day 
We surpass that now. I mean, I believe it. That's pretty wild. To, to wrap up the idea of shame, um, uh, I think it is uh, what the psychologists say. It, it's, it's, a, it's a tool that society can use and even an individual can use. Like, here's, here's a big factor of why uh, people are so emboldened to be rude on the internet. Because mm-hmm. um, I've had people talk to me online in ways that literally nobody talks to me in real life Sure, right. when they're standing in front of me. And I'm not saying that because I'm a tough guy. I'm just telling you because that's a fact. Right. You know, like, like people don't look at me and are like, well, fuck you, you know, like, you know, you're a asshole or that was dumb. Like people just don't say that to me. Right. Right. And the fact that uh, the Internet affords you a level of anonymity, I think, has a lot to do with that, because when you were a child and you said something hurtful to another person, you would see their face change. Right. You would see the hurt go across their face, and maybe they cried, but you could tell that they were hurt. Right. And now, if you have any level of compassion at all, you felt kind of bad. Yeah. You were like, oh, man, I, I hurt somebody's feelings. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And... That's a, another example of a way that that shame or or guilt. I'm not a big fan of guilt, but in that in that instant, your guilty feelings about hurting another human being will inform you the next time you're interacting yeah. with another human being. Exactly. You know, and because you know it, it it feels bad to hurt somebody if you're a functional person if you're a sociopath nothing feels bad but right, yeah. you know if you're if you're just if you're just a a, a a a regularly functioning person you know and you say something and someone gets hurt you go oh man i i don't like how that feels right. i don't want to do that to somebody else you know yeah, yeah. and you become more compassionate and you become uh someone that's attuned to other people like these are all good things that result from your initial negative reaction to something i mean you know you you see people avoiding those conversations in general like if you did you know what what's a common thing that happens today is that you know somebody's dating and then it's not working out and somebody's like oh they'll they'll just they'll get ghosted right like you just oh i'm not returning this person's calls enough because it's awkward it feels bad people don't want to have this conversation where they have to tell somebody else yeah it's not going to work out i'm sorry you know and it's and, and it's you know and pe- lots of people don't like confrontation you know um, and and the fact that so many people don't don't like confrontation is very telling, because here we are to 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 bring your point up. It's like nobody nobody comes up to you in real life and says some that they say online to you, right? And and it's because of that very very reason. Like nobody's ever said anything like that to me in person, right? Maybe somebody like raised their voice at best, and it wasn't anything like particularly, you know. Uh, mean-spirited or anything it was just like somebody was frustrated or whatever but that's as bad as it gets but online people lose their shit and it's because of that because like oh you have that anonymity and you could just go and be the keyboard warrior of your dreams 
uh, and you feel yeah. emboldened. Yeah, because like now you you know like nobody's gonna hit you. You're not gonna see that person's feelings. Yeah. Like whatever. It's a punk move. Right. Exactly. You know, and I and I call out dudes every time they do it. Yeah. And I and I explain to them. I'm like, you wouldn't be saying that if you were standing in front of me. Right. And I and I again, if if it ever happens, then I'll be wrong about that. But it just never happens. Right. People don't people in confrontation with me don't talk to me that way. Mm -hmm. I guess I just don't look like the kind of person that you should talk to that way. But whatever it is, it just doesn't happen. Yeah. Right. So so I'll and, and here's the interesting thing. No one ever argues with me about that. Mm-hmm. If I say, if I say, oh yeah, you're just a typical internet tough guy, you wouldn't say that if you were in front of me. Nobody comes back and says, yeah, I would, right? You know, because yeah. I'll I'll ante it up. I'm like, okay, tell me where you are. I will get on the next plane to you, yeah, and I'll come empty-handed and I'll stand in front of you and I want you to keep this same energy and say that to my face, please. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I and I I've I, no one's ever taken me up on that offer. I will come out of pocket to jump on a plane just to see your face. <laughs> Listen, I, I've had I've had clients that talk to me a certain way over the phone, right? Right. And you know, like they were frustrated at something that happened. Nothing I did in particular, but I was just the guy who answered the phone, and they were yelling and moaning and you know just talking talking to me in a way where it's like, boy, psh. and you know, and then the next thing is like, you know what? I'll be there tomorrow. Uh, we'll we'll figure this out. Uh, um, I I am sorry for the inconvenience or whatever. And then when I get up to them, because they don't know who they're talking to, so I get up to them and I shake their hand. The demeanor changes immediately upon sight, you know. And it's happened every single time that that I've had that incident happen a handful of times, and every single time it worked out exactly the same way. No matter what it was. The guy's demeanor changes because it's different. I'm going to yeah. approach you now, and now you see. Look, because they're punks. Yeah, they're punks. And listen, and granted, I'm, I, and granted, I'm a big guy, right? So like, you know, yeah. like, oh, you know what I mean? I, I didn't realize that this guy was so big, or whatever the case may be. That that may cause it. That may right. be part of the pro- part of the problem as well. Of but, course it is because, but it's a punk move. Yeah. Listen, you, you know, you, you, my default is to give everybody respect. Right. And I I respect everyone until they give me a reason not to respect them. Yeah. So if you're going to talk to somebody, you know, what happens if you see him one day? I I had this happen Mm -hmm. Uh, in in Brooklyn. This guy popped off via email for no reason. I sent out a mass email and he responded badly to it Mm -hmm. and just decided to be all insulting. And I was like, who the are you talking to like are you crazy <laughs> and i ran into him at an event and i walked right up to him and i said oh you're the one that said so and so to me and he was like well i was i was like no 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 no. I, I want you to be that guy from the email right now right i want you to talk to me the way you talk to me in the email yeah yeah come on i'm standing in front of you i'm i'm just a few inches from you give me that same energy right and of course he didn't he he hemmed and hawed and almost his pants uh, you know and 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 i said to him you know if you ever talk to me again <laughs> you know in that way yeah. we're going to have a serious problem and i ain't going to talk to you the next time i see you right you know and you know yeah whatever maybe that was over the top i don't care but 
you know, I got to let people know, like, hey, man, this ain't a joke. You know, you know I, I was raised in a place and you were raised in a place where we saw the consequence of disrespect. Yeah. And we saw it in life and death situations. Yeah. Okay. The consequence of disrespect is not bull where we came from. Yeah. It's real. People die yeah. if they disrespect the wrong person. So I've always kept that with me, you know, and that's a, I, yeah. I always give people respect. And if you prove that you're not worthy of that respect, that's a different story. But I'm not I'm not going to come out of the side of my neck just because I think I'm safe. That's that's what punks do. Right. Yeah. You know, talk to me as if you were in front of me. If you're not if you're not willing to talk to me that way when you're in front of me, then shut the fuck up. Listen, and I, I've been guilty of like, you know jumping on a subject that maybe something that was like, I don't know, uh, a public, a, a public post or something like that. And I'd say something silly about it or something stupid. Um, but to insult somebody directly, right? Like I would never insult somebody directly unless you deserved it or whatever. Right. Like, and, and that's just it. Like I, I'm, I'm going to, I feel the same way you did. You know, I've walked down these streets here and I've seen people get stomped out for whatever reason. Uh, you know, hey, listen, that's just, that's not mine. That's not that's not something I got to deal with. So I'm just walk the other way, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like, what am I supposed to do, right? That guy, that guy could have been acting up. You know what I mean? I've seen dudes get like hit with a chair, like a chair broken on them on a club. You know, people pulling out guns and shit. And it's usually over some disrespectful shit. You know, like you bump into somebody and then decide to double down and just go. You you got hit. You know what I'm saying? Like instead of just saying, Oh, I apologize. Hey, listen, when when I when I bump into somebody, I'm a big dude, and I bump into somebody, it's like, oh my I'm my bad. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Can I buy you a drink? Like I've spilled people's drink. I'm like, let me buy you another drink. I'm I'm really sorry about that. It's just a humbleness for me. It's like, yo, listen, I know that I'm a big guy. I'm you know, sometimes clumsy, whatever, I'm gonna hit people and shit like that, and it's cool, you know what I mean? And when I hit people, I gotta assume that you know, it's it's usually more than a bump, like to some people, because it's like you know, it's like, oh man, yeah, I got I got startled. This big dude just bumped into me, so I apologize. I don't care if it was his fault. I don't care if it was my fault. I just, hey, listen, I I wasn't paying attention to where I was going. Um, you know what I mean? Unless the dude blatantly just like try to bump into me, that's it. But if I if I don't know whether it was my fault or his fault, or I just assume it was my fault. Hey, here you go. That's what it is, because that's just respect. You know what I mean? And and I never had an issue. Because I always have that in the, the forefront of my mind that this is like, I'm going to always just give you a blank, you know, you're going to start with a clean slate and, and respect is on the forefront. And that's it. And you're never going to have any yeah. problems as long as you have that going on. And it's just like, look, like, you yeah. know, when, when you know, <laughs> it's a whole lot different when you, you know, you're behind your keyboard or I see you in the parking lot. You know what I mean? You know, if you trigger fingers turn into Twitter fingers. Yeah, right. Exactly. And so now what happens? Well, uh, I I didn't want to interrupt you earlier, um, uh, but you used a non word humbleness instead of the word humility. Humility. If you ever do that again. (laughs) Listen, um, it's it's been a long day and you're just going to have to deal with that. All right. Not 24 (laughs) hours like everybody else's day. No, it's just uh, nobody's day is 24 hours. So shut up. <laughs> what do you mean? Everybody's day is twenty four hours. What are you talking about? The days are twenty four hours. M- my day started. At yeah, s- that's what I said. <laughs> All right, I'm, 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 
I'm gonna leave this go. Right, that's, that's a whole different. That's a whole different show. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the we you know we covered the subject. Um, like you, uh, I believe that there is a usefulness for shame. Yeah. Um, not so much. Not so much guilt for me. But I mean, you know, th- uh, think about this: the 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 public square, where uh, I didn't I didn't verify this, but one theory of where the word f- came from was uh, the it, it was an it is an acronym for the sentence for unlawful carnal knowledge, mm-hmm. and and they used to write, you know, F K. You know, in the town square where they put people in the in the lock in stock, you know, their their head through the hole and their hands through the hole, you right. know, yeah, um, and they would be out there, and the sign would say for unlawful carnal knowledge, but that was a way to use shame. Like, yeah. I mean, it's 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 about a bullshit thing, you know, two consenting adults having sex. That right. really isn't a problem, but if you you know during the during the, the, the days where uh, it was all about, you know, Elizabethan prudishness and all that stuff, sure. um, you know, that was a big deal. Yep. It's still too big a deal now, in my opinion. Like, you know, why, why do we got to trot people in front of a microphone for them to apologize for fucking somebody? Like, just, you know, we didn't hire you about that. Like, you're a senator or you're a business person or whatever it is, a president. We hired you to to run. Shit. We're not nobody. Like I don't care. Like if if your wife has an issue with it, that's her issue. If your daughter has an issue with it, that's her issue. I get it. But why do we care? Right. Why does anybody else care about that kind of thing? Oh, you had sex with someone that wasn't your wife. I don't care. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I don't. I really don't care. You know. In the case, the uh, the only time where it was like an issue to me is just like from like when um. Uh, that governor of New York, Elliot Spitzer, I believe. Um, yeah. Elliot Spitzer got caught, but then it was just like the 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 big thing. Like you know, originally I was just like, so what? He f-ed the hooker, and then it was like, yeah, but he used like he used tax dollars yeah. to pay for it. It was like, oh, okay, that's government funds and yeah. transportation and, then, and all that stuff. Yeah. So and then that's yeah. one of those things where it's like, oh, okay, well that's that. but you know you keep and plus you to, again like, his he he was a typical crusader. You know the these guys that that preach family values and morality, yeah. they're the ones that usually are doing this wild. Yeah. Know. It's the same thing with the get with the guys that are going off the handle about, you know, oh, you know, the gays are gonna take over or whatever. Like, you know, it's like you're probably a closeted gay guy. You know what I mean? Like it happens way too oh, often. One hundred percent of the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost always the case. It's like these guys especially the ones that are like really adamant about it. It's like, oh man, you know like, the more you are in public screaming about the evils of homosexuality, the more I know that you're trying to scream out your own gay. You're projecting, brother. Yeah, <laughs> like it's like just get, you are trying to shout the gay out. Just go buy a pair <laughs> of Doc Martens and just live your truth. You know, like, it's you know. it's it's latent homosexuality. Yeah, and and I. I I feel terrible for these people that 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 they live in a society that judges homosexuality that so much 
that they that they cannot be who they really are and then overcompensate by lashing out yeah. at homosexuals. It must be the worst existence, uh, you know, mentally yeah, speaking. It's I, 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 oof, I just don't know how they do that. But it's, you know, but it, it's happened so often. It's it's an unblemished record. Like if there's a dude on television talking about how, you know, God hates or homosexuality is wrong or whatever, it is 100% certain that this guy is gay. And I don't even care that he's gay. I care that he's a fucking hypocrite and that he's doing harm to people yeah. with this evil rhetoric. It's terrible, man. It's it's just terrible. Like, the, the, this idea that, like, you know, because what you're ultimately doing is stripping some, stripping happiness out of, or possible potential happiness out of somebody's life. You know, this this idea that the way that you live is the only correct way to live is so bizarre to me because it's like there's so many different cultures. So this planet is so big and there's so many different, you know, different things that people can do. And for you to just have this idea in your head that the way that you live is the correct way to live and everybody should be doing it that way is just so self-centered. Um it's uh, it's, it's just, so many things yeah it's 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 grandiosity yeah it's egotism it's so many things and and the one thing that it absolutely is is 100% wrong correct you know there have been 150 billion people roughly that have crossed planet earth mm -hmm. not one of them lived the same life that's a fact that's right okay and and it doesn't matter if people lived in the same house now, when that's that's where the concept of evil twin comes from. These these are two people raised by the same people in the same place, and getting the same information, and yet they turn out different because that's right. the way humans are. That's right. All right. There's so much variability in human life to think that, oh, I know how I'm supposed to live, and I'm going to write it down on paper, and my words are now going to be codified as as the key to morality and all. It's nonsense. That's part of my issue with any of these religious tomes. Right. It's like, even if I bend over backwards to give you the benefit of the doubt and say what I know is not true, but just for a mental exercise, say, when it was written, maybe it was applicable, which I know is not true, but I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt and say, okay, so 2,000 years ago, you wrote some shit down on paper that you thought was true. But first of all, you were wrong then. If you thought it was absolutely true for everyone then, you were already wrong. Um, but 2,000 years later, we're still dipping into that well to try to figure out how to live life? Are you fucking kidding me? Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the, it makes no sense. It just makes no sense. No. To some, and, and, and to some people, it does. And, and that's what's so bizarre. It's like, how does that make sense to you? It, it, it's well, I haven't ha I haven't had the the experience of having that question answered in a reasonable way ever, right? Because I've asked that question hundreds of times. Yeah, you know what what you know what is this to you? Then, why does it make sense? Why yeah. do you think this is right? And I've I, all I get is fairy tales. So then that goes back to you know this this. This, this thing that we talk about where people have to reevaluate their, their belief system. You know, it's like, why do you believe the, what you believe? Have you given that some consideration? I, I talked about this recently, 
right? Like, um, you know, the number one answer to that question. What is that? It's how it's how I was raised. It's how I was raised. Yes, that's very true. I have heard that many times. That yeah. is the laziest fucking answer to that question. Yeah, that's just you, if, you're not you know, taking if, any ownership. If, if, you're not if, taking any ownership if, of, at all. Yeah, at all. No responsibility. No accountability. Oh, other people told me this. Shit, so that's how I do it. Yeah, this is just the wow. Way I was There's raised. no potential for people giving you, you know, uh. Not not that it's wrong to to flip hamburgers, but it's like your parents flipped hamburgers. Why do you think that what they said was fucking brilliant? Right. Not that it couldn't be. I don't want to. I don't want to throw you know uh, 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 too far a net here, but that's a clumsy metaphor. But anyway, I'm gonna let it slide. I you know I don't want to. I don't want to judge people for what they do for a living, but it. it but to 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 just assume that the information that came from your parents was infallible is just as silly as assuming that information that comes from an ancient text is infallible. Right. Yeah. Listen, I I, I got into a discussion a while back about you know uh, sleep compatibility in terms of dating, right? Like you know. Um, did you say sleep compatibility? Yeah. This is just my thing. This isn't oh. like, yeah, this isn't like, okay. yeah, this isn't like a, a, a scientific term. So, so sleep compatibility, right? Like, for instance. Scientific. Okay. Scientific. Whatever, bro. We're moving on. <laughs> so, let me describe this. <laughs> so we have sleep compatibility. Like, for instance, my wife, I sleep in a way where I don't like to be, like, touched or, or cuddled with when I'm sleeping. Like if we're in bed and we're mm-hmm. just talking or whatever, you wanna you wanna be the big spoon or the little spoon or whatever we cuddle out, you know, that's fine. But when it's bedtime and it's time for me to just get some rest, I'm gonna turn right over, I'm gonna put my blanket, and I'm gonna have my own blanket. And I don't want and you, mm-hmm. you go your you go to your side. Moreover, I'm a big fan of the idea of having if you're married, having separate bedrooms. And and when I bring that up, so many times I say, like, what do you mean separate bedrooms? Like, blah, 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 blah. I was like, listen, this is just a compromise. If it were up to me, I'd say we buy like separate homes. But you know, <laughs> I ain't balling like that. You know what I'm saying? So like we're gonna live in the same house, but I'd like to have a second yeah. bedroom. And here's the thing. It's peace of mind. In fact, I think everybody in the house should be sleeping in separate rooms and or at least at the very least in, in separate beds. Like, nobody should be sleeping with anybody. Like, I have a preference when I sleep. I like certain blankets. I like my bed to feel a certain way. Like, if I'm buying a big-ass bed, and and so now I got to make a compromise because it's like, well, this is what my wife wants, and this is what I want. And so now we got to meet in the middle. We got to buy this stupid, uh, really expensive bed that's like $5,000 so you can adjust your side or I'll adjust my side and et cetera, et cetera. And then we have to take into consideration it's like oh well this bed makes noise so if you lay on your side and your spouse is asleep you're going to wake them up all the like motion transfer so you have to take all of these things into account just like why can't i just buy the bed that i want put it in a room for myself and then i just go to bed when i wake up i'm not bothering anybody i get ready for work i'm good to go it's like hey i think that'll resolve a lot of issues in the home at least for me it will and with many people that I've spoken to, I'm like, man, based on what you're telling me, this makes a lot of sense. But because you've never reevaluated that idea, you're just stuck doing what you know to be done. You've seen for your whole life, oh, your parents slept together in a room. 
you got married, you didn't make a decision about where you're going to sleep or any of that stuff. You just decided this is the master bedroom. We're going to buy a bed and that's where we're going to sleep. And that's that. You never, how many, did anybody reevaluate that? Did anybody really have a discussion about that? I think we should have separate beds. No. We'll it's, be some, this, it's from fucking frontier days where they had small houses or something. Like whatever it, right whatever yeah. it is it's just like all right cool well you know we're gonna be ha- listen you could have an even more romantic thing it's like hey you know like man you in your own bedroom whatever you know you text your girl say, hey why don't you come on over and spend the night uh, you know whatever there's so yeah, many i don't ways- want to hear about your idea of romance you freaking psycho sure <laughs> sure you do <laughs> sure you do all right you, that's i was lying i, yes, I definitely do absolutely <laughs> So no, you know it's 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 just a practical thing. Yeah, it's it's like I I am slavish about my comfort. Yes, and I'm in the same boat as you, where whatever it takes for me to be comfortable, as long as I'm not infringing on anybody else's comfort, I'm all for it. Right. You know, and if and if it's two bedrooms or even two beds, like you know, in the in the show I Love Lucy, uh, Lucy and Desi uh, did not sleep, or Lucy and Ricky actually did not sleep in the same bed. They had they had two twin beds that were separated by a table. Right. You know, and I bet you that those people slept beautifully. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I'm saying. Know? Like I I am so devoted to my sleep. I sleep with earplugs in. I sleep with a mask over my eyes. I, I, I am, I have so many pillows. I could practically make a pillow fort on my bed. I, and I don't want to be bothered. I don't do overnights. I stopped doing overnights years ago. Women do not stay at my place and I don't stay at anybody else's place. Mm-hmm. And I don't care who doesn't like that. I don't care what woman thinks. Oh my God, it's this and that and closeness. I don't give a fuck. You're not coming over. <laughs> yeah. That's just the way it works. Like, you know, and, and it's like, and it's important for you to be like, you know, uh, like real about that, you know, because I think so many people are just like, you know, you, you, you don't have that conversation again because it's, oh, it's awkward. I don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. Or whatever. No, it's I am better. uncompromising about my comfort. And man. I think I you just, have to be like, I, I, and I won't, I won't let this, these weird unwritten rules about polite society and awkwardness and confrontation and blah blah fucking blah i'm not letting that interfere with my happiness that's right i, I let me and once i became uh kind of real committed to that idea my life improved yeah it really did like i don't go anywhere i don't want to go when i hear guys like oh sometimes you got to do stuff you don't want to do no, you don't. Why? Who the fuck said that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, you got to go places that you do, you know, grow a Yeah. Did your mom you tell know, you that? What hey, the, do, you wanna, that do you want to, do you want to, do you want to go to my mother's house? That sounds no. like, yeah. That sounded like some guilty or, do, that your mom told you when you were eight and that's what you ran with. Whatever. You know, like, you know, like you can't, the idea that I cannot say I prefer not to. Yeah. That's that's ludicrous, yeah. you know, and, and this whole thing of like, you know, because that's how I usually answer a question. I usually don't say no. I'll say I prefer not to. That's my own thing. It comes from Bartleby the Scrivener, and it's, you know, it's it's a literary thing. Uh, but, you know, oh, do you want to go to my mother's house? I prefer not to. Yeah. Why? I actually just answered that. Right. 
<laughs> like, yeah. I just told you that I prefer not to. So that's the answer to why. Right. You know, and I don't because I don't get into the why thing. I, I condition people to stop asking. When I say people, I mean women. I condition women not to ask me why about any yeah. fucking thing I say. Right. I don't owe you an explanation about any fucking thing. Right. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm not doing. Either roll with it or don't. If you don't roll with it, get the out you have there's the door you have the right to walk out of it whenever you fucking want that's right and that's it anyway that's, that's how we're we getting be. into another thing altogether but yeah, it, it, <laughs> we're every, getting more into a chocolate chat area every ch- yeah every show <laughs> we do is a, like a fucking dj session where we're doing mashups and shit like it's uh, just yeah, <laughs> this is this is un- yeah. this is unwritten it's just the way it works but no for real it's you know th- this whole this whole thing about uh, just blindly following societal rules has never worked for me. And I mean, never. No. When I was 10 years old, I was the one raising my hand in Sunday, uh, Sunday religious school and going, you know, that, that doesn't make sense. What do you, what do you mean? Yeah. You know, like what, like the w- confession, when they brought up the subject of confession, this is what got me kicked out. Because mm-hmm. I was always asking questions and never to be a pain in the ass, never to be a wise. I was asking because to my 10 year old brain, what they were saying didn't compute. Right, right. So I would ask, what, what's that? Well, I don't understand. That doesn't make sense. Da, da, da. So they, you know, they tell us, they explain what God is and who God is to the Catholic Church. All seeing, all knowing, all powerful, all present, all that stuff, everlasting. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. Great. Well, now let's explain confessional. You got to go downstairs into the rectory and tell some dude what you did and that you're sad about it. And, and then he'll give you some predetermined number of prayers that you have to do to make it all better. And I raised my hand and I was like, um, you told us that like God was everywhere and saw everything I did. And in some cases he planned out my whole life and whole, so what do I got to go talk to that guy for? Right. And and here's what I ultimately say. I've said it before. I'll say it again. If your belief system cannot withstand the questions of a 10-year-old, you have to seriously reconsider your belief system. Right. Exactly. Because they kicked me out. Rather than try to answer my question, they kicked me out. Because they didn't have an answer. We prefer that you're you do a, not come back anymore. You're a problem. <laughs> That's what happened. You, you're, you're, yeah. you're exactly what you don't fit. And that's okay. There is no belief system that I express, that I hold, that I live, that I cannot explain. Right. I don't care who asks me. I don't care if a philosopher asks me. I don't care if uh, an intellectual asks me. I don't, I don't care if an expert asks me. If I have a belief on anything, I will be able to explain how I form that belief and, and how I use it. Right. And I'm not claiming that all of my beliefs are rock solid and 100% correct, but I have a reason for everything that I believe. That's right. And so any any belief system espoused that cannot withstand questioning is a faulty belief system and and I will run away from that and reject it summarily. Yeah. And that's the way it should be. Yeah. I like you. Thank you very much. That's nice. I'm fond of you too. I miss you most. And for the record, <laughs> for the record, I'll be the little spoon. <laughs> That's great. That's great. From a, from. 
I, I you know, like, it's, it's just yeah. logistics, you know, I, I just, you, yeah. you know, from a logistical <laughs> perspective, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it would be funnier if I was the big spoon, but you know, uh, from, from a comfort level, the, the small, I mean, you're a giant, so it would, no, I hear it you. would just make perfect sense. Yeah. It's, it, it's like, it, it's like that scene in how to train your dragon, mm-hmm. uh, where the dragon saves the, the, the kid by enveloping him in his wings that's that's what i'm talking about yeah and plus like you know if we wanted to take you are the wind beneath my cheeks <laughs> if you wanted to take a picture too it would look much better like because you know you could see my whole face right. and it would probably cover yours who knows yeah. whatever um maybe we'll take picture spooning we'll see how that works out <laughs> that's perfect my heterosexual <laughs> life mate <laughs> Now people know why I call you that. Yeah. <laughs> we want to get that out the gate. Oh, it is to laugh. Oh, good stuff, man. So that was what was on my mind. Anything on your mind, chum, in the few minutes that we have left? I think I nailed it with that uh, with that whole sleep thing, man. I, I, I am so adamant <laughs> yeah. about it. It's uh, I'm glad yeah. I got to vent I love, that out. I love the idea. Sleep compatibility, man. That's That's something to factor in, you know. Oh, dude, um, it's like something. And yeah, I mean, and it's so easy to make a compromise. It's like at the end of the day, man, you're unconscious. You're not aware of anything. Like, yeah. do you do you really think it matters if we're touching or you know? Come on. You know how many times I've gotten into these discussions with like with women where it's like, oh, you snore loud. Do you think that when you like, oh, maybe if you turn to your side and it's like, would you stop waking me the fuck up? If I'm snoring, shut up. Go to another room. Like this is this is what either, started. Either leave the room or put in earplugs. This is what it's started. It's not my it. problem. This, it doesn't yeah. wake me up. Yeah, <laughs> this is what started it. I mean, like ultimately, I had to get a check because of sleep apnea. But you know, but that's not the point. The point is that you're waking me up because you can't sleep, and this is the point. You know, like there's people. You know, pe- some people kick in their sleep. Some people move a lot. Whatever the case is, and it's just like, yeah, this isn't. I'm not waking somebody up because because you're making some sort of noise in your sleep or whatever. You don't have any control of that. You're you're unconscious. Why 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 am I going to wake you up to let you know in your consciousness that your subconscious is fucking up? Why would I do that? <laughs> How are you going to correct that? Are you going to fix that tonight? You're not. Right. Right. You and know? then once you get sleep, once you once you get diagnosed with sleep apnea, it's like, hey, just so you know. Yeah. Every night that you woke me up for the inconvenience of snoring, I was dying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I told that to my wife one time. I was like, yeah, that's it. You may have saved you my- selfish. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't say that completely because I said you could have been saving my life by waking me up. But who knows? Yeah, yeah, Whatever. Yeah. You know, so. Um, so, you know, I, I'll tell you how I sleep. Uh, I, I, while you were talking, I was trying to think of uh of a way to illustrate it if you think of a gerbil taking a dust bath <laughs> if i think of a gerbil what taking a dust bath okay you, oh you don't know what that is no so gerbils like they get into dust and they spin around real fast that would have been perfect if you knew what the fuck that was oh okay well, well maybe our audience doesn't <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'm not alone. There's a good this. chance, but now they do. Now they, now they do. You can look it up. You can look at gerbils okay. taking dust dust baths. All right, I'm with you. Der- gerbils dust bath. Move along. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the point is, I I move around a lot. When gotcha. I sleep. Okay. So, fair enough. 
you know, so I'm, I, I am content uh, in the idea that I will never sleep next to another human being again. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm the same way. I don't way. want it. I'm the same way. You know what I mean? Like I have like, I'm, I'm totally fine with just buying a king size bed all to myself. So I can roll in. Oh, that's how I live. Yeah. I sleep in a king size bed by myself and I I love it. When I go to hotels, I sleep in a king size bed, man. I I fucking love it. I love it. That. I'm all about it. So here's to here's to comfort at any cost as long as you're not harming another human being. That's that's it. Here, here. That's it. You know what I mean? Live your life, you know, enjoy it and don't worry about what anybody else is fucking saying. It's ridiculous. You know, but word utilize shame for the benefit of society. <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I know. Yeah. The like, rising like, tide lifts all boats. We need we need the, the you know, yeah. if a society is as strong as the weakest link, then we have to do our best to strengthen the weakest link. That's right. So when Kathy does something stupid, tell Kathy, hey, Kathy, that was pretty fucking stupid, Kathy. You know, or whoever Kathy is. And this is this is a figurative Kathy, right? You're not talking to someone specific. Maybe. Um, <laughs> but the point is that you just tell this person, hey, Kathy, that was really fucking stupid. And you make her feel ashamed a little bit. You got to do it in a nicer way. I don't know how this works, but you get the idea. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe talk to a therapist or something. Let's, oh, figure out, let's figure out. It is to laugh. Let's figure out as a society how to utilize shame in a, an effective manner. You know, I think we need to meet somewhere. New I York. like it. Yeah, that's it. All right. So with that, peace, love, and granola. This has been The Persistent Rumor. We'll talk to you soon. The Persistent Rumor. Hi, folks. This is Chocolate Yoda. If you like this episode but want to hear the uncensored version, head over to patreon.com slash thepersistentrumor. Again, patreon.com slash thepersistentrumor. Thank you.